0: Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I was waiting for you to oh. go first.
1: <laughs> Hello. Hey, it's Jason from Denworks.
0: And Leslie from Anderson's of West Hills, episode nine of the No Reserve podcast. I was just letting you go first because <laughs> you're going to lose the drag race this weekend. Oh, so geez. I thought I would give you a chance to go first Oh my once. gosh.
1: You know I'm driving a Ford first on race day.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. No match for the Porsche. No. And I'm going Sport Plus sport mode. Sport Plus. Mm-hmm. I have three options. I can go just regular, Sport, or Sport Plus.
1: Nice. And I'm just going go, go, go.
0: Does your truck have like a
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mode? it has Sport. Yeah, it has Sport mode and Baja mode and a bunch of stuff.
0: I'm going Baja. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think Baja's the way to go.
1: I might put... Though maybe you need to test it different ways. I might I might put some racing gas in it. What? There's a VP racing fuel on Highway 22.
0: Okay, were you gonna <laughs> let me know about that? I or just did. You were. I just filled my car up <laughs> yesterday.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna drain all my gas out and only put two gallons in there to make it lighter.
0: Mm, you Still won't win, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you feel you have to do. You also don't have your nails done. I have my nails coordinated. True. Red and white. Uh,
1: Well, I do have them done. I've been chewing them off all day, (laughs) and I'm starting on my big toe because I'm pretty nervous about the race.
0: Yeah, you should be. (laughs) You should be. So Saturday, we're going to Woodburn Drag Strip, and we've never been there before, Mm -mm. ever. Um, But we just signed up for Test and Tune Day. So it should be a good time. But we have to figure out, are we going best three out of five? Are we going average of all of our runs that day? Because we don't really know how Test and Tune will work, like how many runs we'll get or anything like that. Right,
1: yeah. I don't even know how it works. I mean, I've watched drag racing, and I'm really into it, but I've never actually been drag racing before. And I've only been to a few races, Yeah, which is crazy. I remember the first race I'd seen when we lived out in Tennessee... I went to um, uh, North Carolina with some people to watch their sun drag race an old comet, mm-hmm. sixty four comet, and that was really fun. And then I went to Woodburn one time and saw saw Dino Don Nicholson uh, there, um, so that was kind of fun. So, but that's all I know. Yeah you know
0: it'll be a whole new experience i do know about the christmas tree yes and i do know that my reaction time sucks like i have a reaction time of about two weeks so you'll (laughs) probably be halfway down the track by the time my brain connects that it's green so if i lose it'll be because of that
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean but the other day when when chuck was here though what's the story we told yesterday if you guys didn't hear that story about my son you'd like to listen to it if you just popped in now but you know, I I tried to race him. I was driving his GTI, and he was driving your Porsche. And he beat me off the line so bad, and I missed first and second gear. How do you miss first? I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. He just smoked me, so that was embarrassing. But I don't know. Yeah. I blamed it on his car, though. But I didn't <laughs> I didn't really tell. <laughs> but but. His,
0: his we do need to have a rematch Porsche versus GTI because. Um, we think that the GTI could beat my Porsche. Yeah, that thing was fast. It's super fast. Because every
1: time I shifted gears, um, other times it would it would pull like want to pull in the other lane in the opposite lane just from the the pull from it. It mm-hmm. was it was impressive. Yeah. And um, the only other time I don't know if you remember this was a long time ago, when we went to um, when we moved to Tennessee mm-hmm. to go to school. Uh, we pulled up at Bristol Motor Speedway, mm-hmm. and, and we were able to pull, and this is before, you know, this is back in 97, I guess. They didn't even have a fence around the NASCAR track, and we we pulled our car right up to the thing, and we could have went on the track itself on the on the banks. We pulled in there, and then the next year, they had fenced it all off probably because of us and then we pulled around the back where thunder valley was Mm -hmm. where the drag strip is and we pulled up to the line like where the people you know where you take off for the christmas tree but we didn't go down the down the track but i was so surprised that we could actually back in the day how loose things were yeah and but that was really cool
0: yeah i guarantee that's not like that now but that was really fun living in tennessee because that was NASCAR mm-hmm. Central, like we even got into it. I like oh, Jeff yeah. Gordon, right? And you like Dale Earnhardt?
1: No, Dale Jarrett. Jarrett.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, because
1: yeah,
0: uh, Dale Earnhardt was just too. Yeah, he drove a Chevy.
1: Well, yeah, and I like the Ford Motor Credit car number eighty-eight. Yeah. So and I like Mark Martin too, because mm-hmm. he drove a Ford. But the only thing I couldn't understand is why are they driving four-door NASCARs?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was a Taurus.
0: that's pretty
1: stupid
0: that's pretty bad
1: which I did look up yesterday uh, for some odd reason maybe I was looking through Instagram and stuff like that but I was like oh I wonder what they're racing now because we don't follow NASCAR at all Mm -hmm. and I know we're drag racing but they're actually driving Mustangs really yeah so Mustangs are the are the uh, car they're using for NASCAR and that's cool
0: that's far better than a Taurus
1: not the stupid electric Mustang, <laughs> Evo, or whatever Mach E, Mach E,
0: yeah, but which shouldn't even, yeah, that just shouldn't be a thing, but yeah. it
1: is. so anyways, that's kind of kind of mm-hmm. neat. I mean, they're actually using a car, which is actually not really a car at all because it's a big plastic body, but at least mm-hmm. it, <laughs> it's something cool.
0: It looks like, and it's not a
1: Ford or, <laughs> right. might as well, might as well race our gambler country squire, you know.
0: You know, actually, I thought about that. I was gonna. Say, I wonder if we should get a race number for the gambler. Oh yeah. It wouldn't be ready for this weekend because of the wheels. Oh, and, and tires. take it to the. And drag take it to strip. the drag strip. And do a test and tune.
1: Oh yeah, we could use our stall <laughs> converter. Yes,
0: that would be that would be sweet. We would have to get
1: sure. some slicks for it.
0: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. The first time, when we, bought the gambler, it was rainy and dark and just horrible outside and you drove at home and it was like 8:30 at night it's the dead of winter it's just rain is pouring down so you have no visibility
1: all the windows were fogged up and the headliner was falling down on my head
0: <laughs> and the smell was uh. even worse because it was raining and Jason could hardly see and we had to drive it like 45 minutes home and um, that thing was a beast. I watched him go over some railroad tracks. He was in front of me. <laughs> and the back end popped up so far. Like I don't know what happened. I honestly need to get a video of it because <laughs> I have never seen a car move like that it right. has hydraulics
1: right <laughs> it looked like we were watching this show on netflix the other night but they were talking about uh it was a rap the history of rap and that song um by rex in effect rump shaker that's what it, it was doing
0: it was it was a total rump shaker <laughs> that thing uh, that was a vision i will never forget that's for sure
1: and a funny thing too is when I couldn't see it all. I mean, it was so bad. I pulled over and it's just raining hard. And I opened the door and you were behind me. And I'm kind of reaching my head out, like, hey, come up here because I need to follow you. And then I shut the door and the mirror on the door. <laughs> it was just classic because the door panels falling off. Slam and <clears throat> like that. And then crash, <laughs> the mirror <laughs> fell off on the ground and busted. Did I clean it up? I didn't. (laughs) We took off.
0: Yeah. We won't tell you where we bought the car, Uh, where that, where that mirror is. But it was
1: just classic. It was just like, man, we buy this car and the mirror falls off. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's funny.
0: Totally. Uh, Also, so I was thinking last night, um, you did kind of throw me under the bus yesterday with my hair bonnet Uh, that I wear.
1: But it was cute.
0: So when I wash my hair at night. I put on this little hair bonnet yes. thing so that that way in the morning, it, it my curls are good. Right. And it's the nerdiest, weirdest looking hair cap. <laughs> and we were talking about your grandparents. Right. And your grandma used to wear a little bonnet like yes. that with her hair curlers in yeah. it. And like we said, I don't need it because my hair is really curly. But I did realize that yesterday morning while I was wearing the hair bonnet, I was putting dinner in the crock pot, bean and ham soup. Yes. That was so good. Navy I beans. honestly don't know how much more Chris and Laquita senior <laughs> citizen you can get than that.
1: Right, that's true.
0: That was like so I put the I'm putting the beans in the crock pot and we had talked about making this soup because it was one that your grandma made. It's not really a soup, it's just like beans and ham yeah and so i was putting it in the crock pot yesterday and i had done an online grocery order this last weekend because we're busy doing landscaping and working on the gambler and stuff and when i did the grocery order i ordered ham hocks because that seems like the thing you should do so yesterday i'm putting the soup together in the crock pot and i ask you what is a ham hock? Because <laughs> I'm putting it in the crock pot. And they looked so weird. And I hadn't seen them because right. we did this online order and then you guys had put the groceries away. So I hadn't seen them until I pulled them out of the fridge. And they looked like little ankles.
1: They And that's what they are. They are
0: so weird.
1: And you said there was almost like hair on them still.
0: Yeah, I didn't see any hair, but they had skin for sure, and it did. It looked like if you just chopped off an ankle, yeah, and stuck it in your soup.
1: Right, and then all there was these little knuckles and stuff. We separated it out, by the way, guys. But, um, but Stanley, now we didn't feed him the pork bones because I know that that's that's bad. Yes, and uh, but we he ate that skin and stuff. He thought he was in high heaven.
0: Mm-hmm. He thought he was in hog heaven. <laughs> hog heaven. <laughs> But um yeah, I it was just a really big realization last night that honestly we're at senior citizen stage at this point. Right. Yeah. Wearing a hair (laughs) bonnet, making the bean and ham soup. But that bean and ham soup was good.
1: Oh gosh, it was really good. You made it wrong though, but
0: You made it weird. Like (laughs) what you do, so you chicken broth, beans, ham hocks apparently, ankles, whatever, little bit of pepper cook it all day, and then it just makes like this amazing kind of stew. So I put it in a bowl. I toasted two pieces of gluten-free bread. I made some bacon in the oven, and then I crumbled the bacon because we took the ankles out. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Crumbled the bacon, and then you eat it with the toast on the side. So good. So good. Yeah. Because, but you made it weird. Like, no, I made it
1: the way it's really supposed to happen. You take the bread and you set it on the plate, two of them. Non
0: toasted.
1: Non toasted. And you put the beans on there. Big old scoop of
0: mayo.
1: No. <laughs> some pepper. And then you take the meat off the ham hock, knuckles. <laughs> spread out. A little bit of the
0: skin.
1: <laughs> and the bacon was a nice add. Mm-hmm. And then you spread it around there, and that is the most delicious thing in the world. The I don't know mayo if it was just
0: so weird. I I call, and your bread's not toasted.
1: Right. But it was just right. I, I call it the Danish thing, but I don't even know if it came from that. But like I remember, I, it maybe it's a Heinz 57 thing, because like, mm-hmm. my grandma just made it up, because that's what my grandpa used to call her. Mm-hmm. But man, it was so tasty.
0: I don't know. The mayo killed it.
1: <sighs> no, it was good. And the. The other thing about mayo, the only mayo, real mayo is best foods. And I hate that I, when I... You know, they have Hillman's, but it's the same brand and stuff. But I just like it has, when it says old school best food foods.
0: We could do, like, a whole series of podcasts on your particular tastes for things. Because yeah. Jason thinks he's easygoing, but he's really not. Like, he has very particular tastes about a lot of things. Right. So that could, that is a whole, that's probably like a whole season.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> like on my four cheese macaroni. Yeah. We'll go into that later.
0: Yeah. That's not, uh, that's not even a subject. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't even know. Yeah. There's a lot there, but, um, so it's kind of hard to follow yesterday's podcast. Cause that's just such an mm-hmm. awesome story about, meeting chuck and we have he's going to come visit so we'll have him on the podcast to talk about his gti and probably more about the story too and so um we have that coming up but we thought we'd talk a little bit about what like what we're doing today Mm -hmm. so because today's a regular work day but we both have lots of stuff in the hopper um you have some cars that are getting ready to Mm -hmm. be sold so what are you working on
1: yeah, so I'm working on a '91 Suburban, K2500. So it's a it's a, a four by four Suburban. Really, 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 really nice, and it's white. And um, man, it is clean. And so it's going to bring a beyond bring a trailer, um, auctions here like within a week probably. And it's just super nice, and it has. Uh, gray interior you're white and it has some little stripes on the side and that's cool. And then I have um and it'll be a no reserve mm-hmm. auction. So um if you go to our Instagram if you listen to this go to our Instagram page or website you can see it uh there and there'll be links. And then um the I've got a ninety one uh three eighteen IS two door BMW it's a E thirty and it is probably one of the nicer ones in the country wow uh, original paint interiors original just super 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 clean Mm -hmm. and it came from eastern washington it's a two-owner a a guy brought it over for me to uh resell and back in the the day like in the 80s this is a 91 but i always wanted um one of those cars yeah little two-door and man they are so cool And i worked uh and it's funny because when we went and visited chuck i showed Leslie where I used to work at this car wash, and it was actually one of my first sales jobs. And um, I was I, I washed the cars off. I was like 18 or something like that, but I'd wash them off and dry them and stuff. But uh, the guy had put me in charge of being the salesman, and, and I'll talk about that later down the road. But uh, he had um, a 318 IS, and I thought, you know, because he was the owner of the car wash.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, this guy has made it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want that thing so, so bad. And so it's really cool. I've had a couple others in the past, but I've never had one this nice. So I'm really excited uh, to sell it. And then um, the other, I got a couple other things: the 53 panel, um, Chevy panel, that's all original. Which
0: is so cool. Mm -hmm. I love that thing. Yeah, it's
1: really cute. um, Underneath the paint on the side, because it's had some spot painting, but under the paint on the side of the panel, you can you can make out the letters of, um, Thai Lumber Company oh, when cool. it was new. So that was, that was really cool. So, and just a couple other, other things. I mean, I've got this little 1942 WF he- Hebert mule. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those kind of things that they would use like at airports and stuff back in the day to pull airplanes around. And, um, it's called a shop mule, but, There's two versions, one that looks like a tractor and then one that looks like this, so kind of military looking, so it's cool. Mm -hmm. So those are all coming up, and I'm just kind of tinkering around with them all this week.
0: Yeah, and I'll put, um, when I publish the show today, I'll put a link in the show notes to our live auctions page, and then, um, you know, people can click on that and then see the auctions when they come mm-hmm. up that you're thinking like in a week or so yeah idea. yeah
1: they'll uh, i think one will or two might be coming this week so where they'll show up live mm-hmm. so yeah that would be a, a good idea and what and i know yesterday you went you've really busy yesterday
0: yeah
1: um you went to Newburgh mm-hmm. um for a chamber of commerce kind of like a uh meeting
0: meet up thing mm-hmm. yeah so That's one thing. I mean, I've been hitting the pavement hard because my business is new. And Mm -hmm. um, so making connections and networking and all that kind of stuff. And because I do HR and business consulting um, and writing as well, but with the HR and business consulting, making connections with people. So what I did is I looked around at the area where we lived Mm -hmm. and I joined the Newburg chamber of commerce because newberg is like 20 miles from portland so um if you know anything about oregon uh portland is gaining extreme popularity mm-hmm. so it's getting really expensive to live traffic is getting nuts like we live maybe 45 minutes from portland from our house and if you're going to or from in traffic time is gonna take you two hours yeah. now. Yeah, and that's time. been a change that has just taken place over the last probably three or four years. Mm-hmm. And so Newburgh happens to be this small town, but it's about twenty miles from Portland. It's a pretty straight shot to Portland. So in my thinking, in my visionary thinking, um it's closer, one, it's closer to our house. <clears throat> two It's an area that for sure is going to have huge population growth Um, and it's right on the edge of Portland. So you kind of have the best of all worlds Mm -hmm. and where we live, you know, we're kind of in the country and we're kind of between Salem, McMinnville, Newburgh kind of area. So I joined Newburgh Chamber of Commerce a few weeks ago and then, um, I have met a few people from there and making some contacts with um people to do business with and so that was really good they had like an in person networking meeting which was refreshing it's been a long road with covid yeah <laughs> and so sure. it was nice to be in person with some people and then today I have um an interview with a lady who's a writer Um, and she's looking at getting her book published. And so I have an interview with her just about how she's promoting her business and different things that she's doing to get published. So I'm super excited to talk to her, um, by phone. We've emailed back and forth a little bit, but I'm going to give her a call today. And then I have another meeting today too, just with a business contact to, um, he's got a, a small business that would relate really well with mine and Mm -hmm. so doing that and i've got some writing that's floating out there i've been working hard on that too and getting published in some places and just getting my name out there online and uh so it's hard because i mean i've realized early on there's not enough hours in the day to do everything Mm -mm. so focus on what I can do each day. What are the things that the connections I need to make with other people? Where do I need to look at, um, building my business and those kinds of things. So, um, lots to do. And I have a monthly newsletter, so I've got to get that going this week. I mean, the days just creep by and it's like, wow, it's already Wednesday and I have all of this stuff to do. And my, um, My focus really is the HR and business consulting, but you know, I'm building my business a lot through writing because I love it. Yeah. And I love telling people's stories. I mean, just like us, like we started our business because we had a dream and a vision and people have amazing and complex and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: wonderful and ridiculous stories about how they followed their dream and I love telling stories about that so that's a lot of the stuff that I do is you know talking with people about how did you make that work like how did you overcome those odds or you're definitely an underdog and you made it what did that look like because I'm fascinated by that process of just people being able to see a dream and a vision and do it in spite of circumstances, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think that Mm -hmm. you're really good at pulling out that background story because I think sometimes people don't understand how their background story um, helps them in their business and helps them in their life. And I think that we've lived a life, especially in like, I don't know, just like business Mm -hmm. stuff. You don't want people to know too much about you and this and that. And even myself felt like that sometimes but it's like you know it's okay it's a that's who makes you who you are and um, build your character and stuff like that and it's okay for to let other people know that you have flaws and you don't have to be so polished because people at the end of the day want to deal with real people right you know I think that yeah you can talk about this and that and be all streamlined and stuff but like that but when people really get to know you, um, it's like, okay, I can tune in. I can, I can relate because everyone has a relatable story, mm-hmm. and that's and you're really good at pulling that out and letting people see that.
0: Yeah, and that's actually been one of the things that I've struggled with just in starting this whole business because I think there was this part of me that was that thought, well. If I'm going to do HR and business consulting, I mean, you have to establish yourself as an expert, like that, you know, something or that you can teach someone something or you can guide them along the way. Um, But I don't want to lose out on being human in that Mm -hmm. process, too. And I in my human resources career, I was able to do that. You know, I had a job to do, but I was able to to be real with people and have connections and understand different perspectives of people. And so when I started doing my own business, I think I at first I felt like I have to be in this box or else no one's going to listen to me. And then I realized, "No, that's stupid." Like yeah. I just want to be me. And you have to have a niche for sure. I mean, you can't serve the whole internet. All right. And when I started um <clears throat> you you know, building my website and social media and stuff. That is a challenge because you're building this website. And I think any rational person would feel like I have to sell to the whole internet or look at these other 50 people that are doing what I do and they're doing it so much better than I'm doing it right now. But then when you realize like, no, you, you can have your niche in that and you can be you and you can be, authentically you and do what you do really well that's really enough Mm -hmm. and you do you do have to network with people that would be competitors or are competitors with you um it's helpful not to be a jerk yeah (laughs) and it's helpful to see what are people doing really well what do people do that do it better than you or have been at it longer than you and that takes some humility Mm -hmm. to be able to see that and like hey I'm entering this big pond and I'm a small fish and I it, and I've experienced that even with writing I'm writing on some different um websites like Medium which is this whole community of writers and there's some crazy amazing professional writers and here I am just starting out and um learning and so it feels like I'm afraid to hit publish because this might be stupid, but that's the only way you know. It's oh, like sure. you got to put yourself out there and just do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you don't know until you do it. Mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, that's a lot of good information to like think about too, because I think about that a lot, just with our you know our business together, to what Den works and just the networking and just kind of putting yourself out there and just kind of just throw stuff against the wall sometimes too and you know you just don't know
0: yeah and I've watched that process unfold over the years with Denworks and um you know that's what I'm doing now I show up to this networking meeting yesterday and I'm brand new everyone else has been there for a while and they're kind of in the middle of their conversation of meeting every week and I'm just coming in and um that's where the self-confidence has to be where it just has to be like, okay, I'm joining this group and got to learn who people are and have some zoom meetings and reach out and make connections. And, um, that's really what it takes. I mean, you have to do, I believe you have to do all that. Mm-hmm. You have to have in-person connections. You've got to be able to make some cold calls. you got to be able to connect online. Um, and you have to, you don't have to be perfect at it, but you do have to know your subject as well and establish some credibility. So, I'm always trying to learn more, um, so that I can do whatever it is that I'm doing better.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's sure. awesome. That totally makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, so lots happening, and um, we're gonna put something on social media about this, but. We really are amazed. Like, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We, like we said yesterday, we just really started this kind of, we had talked about it a little bit, but then we just started doing it and it's been super fun Mm -hmm. and we're over a hundred listeners. Yes. We're right at I think hundred and forty nine. Yes. Which is crazy. Cool. That's very cool.
1: Well i we're you know, me and Leslie are really appreciative that people would actually take the time and actually to listen. Yeah. And so, um it's really cool that you guys have spent time just listening to our stories and being a part of it and people who have contacted us and it's really cool. And yeah, so we've we had we thank you for tons
0: of encouragement, like Just so many. We mentioned a couple people, but people that have said podcast is awesome. Thanks for sharing. You know, want to hear more, all those kinds of things. So that's just amazing. And like we said yesterday, Mm -hmm. if it's helpful to one person in some area of their life, we think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, it's, it is cool. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun. So I just wanted to thank you guys for, for listening for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. So if you have, listen to the podcast and you want stickers we have Denworks and anderson's of west hills stickers mm-hmm. that we're going to give away so you just email us i'll put a, our email addresses in the show notes but it's really easy jason at com or leslie at anderson's of west hills.com send us an email with your mailing address and we'll mail you out um, some free stickers
1: yeah that'll be really fun mm-hmm and Uh, let's see i didn't even mention this but uh, maybe we'll say this too if you after you get the stickers and you put them on something really cool send us a picture of it whether it's on your car or on your computer or something like that and we'll put a picture of that like on our instagram page page or um and or if you have a business or something like that we'll forward you forward um like hey go follow uh really cool person, you know. Oh, right 100% over on your page, so maybe mm-hmm. you get some followers off that. So.
0: Yeah, we we definitely want to know like where you put your stickers yeah. and what you're doing with them. Um if you follow us at all on social media, you can see where we show our works Pride and I have some Andersons of West Hill stickers now and um, thinking about getting some more and we do have some more stuff coming for mm-hmm. the Denmark store yeah it's on order right now so i'll keep it under wraps for right now but we've got some plans for that and we so we will definitely show off where you put your stickers if you send us a picture of it
1: yeah i, I might even put one on my on my chest this summer one of the <laughs> die cut ones and sit out and suntan.
0: Tan. Yeah,
1: and then take it off, and then it'll say Dan works across my chest. Love it. I'll leave you with this with this little side note back. I don't know if you, you remember me telling you this. When I was a kid, I was suntanning outside, and I got Crisco go out. <laughs> yeah. But before I did that, I'd cut out all these letters that said Mad Rats. Yes. And this picture of this uh, rat, because there was this punk band called that. And I put Crisco on. <laughs> And I just totally frocked myself <laughs> and burned myself. But the Mad rass thing turned out awesome.
0: That's so, it was so. worth the six days of pain. And, and I got a lot more skin poison. now, too. So I'd go for a bigger sticker. You can. <laughs> Den works all the way. Oh, uh, well, have a great day, everyone. Enjoy. And um, we'll be back with another episode soon.
1: See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
0: Bye bye. Bye.